to the Salted Carmel Podcast from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Parish. We have the pleasure of hearing individual faith stories that can inspire each of you to share your own story and learn how God has touched our parishioners in their spiritual journeys. I'm Jody Curtis, a parishioner, and with me is my co-host and always jovial David Cook, the stewardship director at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. David, who's our guest today? <laughs> our guest today is Jane Swedan. Jane, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Yeah, are you a little nervous? I'm not too much. Good. There's nothing to worry about. We got Caesar in the room. He'll judge everything you say. I'm so. sure he will. I'm <laughs> sure I'll hear all about it. Exactly. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you fit into the parish, what you've done? Sure. Um, my name is Jane Swedan. Um, I am a music minister. I've been doing music ministry since I was 18 years old. Um, yeah. And I'm just a little bit older than that. <laughs> We have five 19. kids. To, yes, <laughs> yes. We have five kids together. I have a uh, a stepson, and then I we have two babies in heaven. Um, I am a labor and delivery nurse, and I've been working at community hospital for twenty four years. Um, and yeah, I've just been doing music ministry, um, and I did a little bit of youth ministry. Music ministry, I'm basically just a singer <laughs> and um, retreats and adoration and masses and you name it, whatever they ask me, I love it. What makes you love singing so much? Uh, it really just brings me to the heart of where I fell in love with Jesus is through praise and worship. And so I want to bring everybody else to that same level. Mm -hmm. Makes nice. sense. Jane, I think you have one of the most beautiful voices in our parish. So oh, thank you for sharing that gift with, with each of us. Thank you. So. Me? Well, you have other <laughs> gifts. Too. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what my wife says too. <laughs> so Jane, what was your life like before you said yes to God? So, um, you know what I said? I said like uh, I can actually remember a moment in high school where I was saying yes to Jesus. Um, it was in high school. So prior to that, I was a good kid. I went to, I was a cradle Catholic. So I went every single Sunday and every holy day of obligation, we would never, ever miss, but didn't really fall into, uh, in, in love with Jesus during that. We went to 7 a.m. mass. Ooh. What teenager loves that? <laughs> loves that? Yeah. Tough parents. I was not that girl that fell in love with that during that. <laughs> so, um, but I, I had a good faith. I mean, went to church, came home. I was a good person. Um, but didn't really accept him. It didn't really accept him. No, yeah. it really wasn't until I um, went to school, had some friends that they were all involved with this youth, this uh, youth group at an Assemblies of God church. Mm. And they all went, everybody together was talking about, oh, my gosh, youth group last night was so awesome. And I was just sitting there like, gee, I wish I could be a part of that. Mm. And so it it enticed me. It called me, you know, to be a part of that. So I asked my parents. They said no. So I did what every good person would do. And you went anyway. I went anyway. <laughs> and I told my mom every Wednesday night, yep, I have to work. They always schedule me on Wednesday nights. Oh. So every single Wednesday night, I lied, uh -huh. went to this Assemblies of God youth group, 
fell in love with Jesus. Uh. <laughs> Grew my life, yeah. gave my my heart to him, fell in love with him personally. But wait, it's all based on a lie. It so, is no. all based on a lie. But I got outed. Oh. <laughs> she called me at work and she wanted to know something. And they said, oh, no, she never works on Wednesday. She's always at the youth oh. group. <laughs> Uh-oh. Busted. Ooh. So, yeah. So um, that didn't go so well. I was grounded, could not go to the youth group. I decided, fine, you know, then I don't know. It really stinks going to the Catholic church because they don't have anything fun mm-hmm. and they don't really have like a personal relationship with Jesus there. Psych. So then I thought, <laughs> you know what? I am going to find that. I'm going to, if they, I can't find it, I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. I'm going to teach these people. So I decided I was going to get involved. And that is when I decided to joined the music ministry and there was a contemporary Christian music at the uh, 6.30 mass. Back then it was 6.30. And I met this guy named Caesar. He was a really nice guy, later became my husband. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's when I really started kind of, you know, getting involved with the Our Lady Mont Carmel. Do you feel like you said yes at the... Wednesday youth group or yes? I do. I do feel like I said yes then. And Mm. I, that's where I kind of really developed my personal relationship. And I wanted to continue that. But at the youth group, they told me all about Catholics and how, you know, you want to get away from that Catholic stuff because they're most likely not going to heaven. Yeah. They're just going to go to hell because they don't, they believe this little wafer is Jesus. And I'm like, seriously? I was starting to believe these lies that they were telling me, but I thought there's no way that all these people through all these years fall in love with a wafer that that is that really Jesus. So I started inquiring about my faith and I started learning more about it. So through the music ministry and then I got involved with Caesar invited me to go to the Bible study. And so I just started getting involved with their Bible study. And then I met friends and then I'm like, at Our Lady? This was at Our Lady, yeah. Wow. And so um, through these friends and through that Bible study, I realized, wow, they do know Jesus here. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, so it just continued to build from there. From that time, I went, um, I graduated high school because by the time I joined, I, it was like the senior retreat. It was the end of my senior year. Mm. So then I needed more. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's after this? So I was invited to go on the Curcio retreat. And Curcio, um, I wouldn't necessarily say that it was anything powerful at that time because I was young. Mm-hmm. All the people that were going on it were 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm 19. So um, it meant a lot to me. I had a good time, but it wasn't really deep yeah. for me. Um So I kind of put that on a back burner. Years later, they asked me to be a part of it again, and they asked me to sing. Well, actually, I probably was a table leader at the first time, but regardless, I got involved back again um, in the Curcio, and then, gosh, I'm still doing it. You know, I'm still doing that that commitment, and I love it. And you have a lot more friends on it, I assume. I absolutely do. I do. Fantastic. Yeah. I feel like that just speaks volumes into the... Uh, this reminds me of my own chirp experience. Mm-hmm. I went and I'm young twenties, you know, um, and everybody else was, okay, 
albeit they were 30s with young families and all kids and stuff, but many were the ages varied and I just did not feel like I got too much out of it. Mm -hmm. And then I just, it just speaks volumes to how you need community to really deepen your faith, especially Mm -hmm. on most of these retreats and to keep you there. Absolutely. Going through that stuff with friends is vital. Yeah. Yeah. I need friends as well. (laughs) (laughs) I can invite them next time. Right. (laughs) And Jane, what is your life like in Christ now? So I'm continuing to, um, grow in my faith with my community. So uh, just this yesterday, I came home from another retreat because I love retreats. (laughs) And it just really helps me to uh, deepen my relationship with Christ. And um, I can share my, you know, fellowship with my fellow sisters. And so I continue to do retreats. I continue to do um, Curcio retreats and Sometimes I'll sing on the youth retreats. I'll do the adoration. Every Saturday night, I do adoration. Anytime um, I am able to, I will sing at Mass. So I continue to um, fulfill my faith journey by continuing these retreats and singing and just being involved with with other Christian women. That's awesome. Talk about using your gifts well. Yeah. No kidding. Jeez. Well, I figure the Lord gave it to me, so I might as well use it to praise, you know, praise him and bring others to Christ as well. Right. Amen. Praise right. God. Right. Well, Jane, who do you think is one of your biggest faith influencers growing up in that world? Who do you think you look up to? Um, I don't have really a one person. Mm-hmm. I just um, I just have a community of friends nice. that really, you know, if they see me. Lacking, they'll push me forward if I, you know, I don't know really how to answer that other than that. I think that makes sense. Did you, just to clarify, did you get those friends after the Crucio retreat or the second one? Or how did you gain your own community? Because I feel like a lot of people yearn for that too, but they don't know how to get it. I would say most of my friends are involved with youth ministry. And um, since I do the music ministry part of that, we that's where most of them have started mm. but i do have different areas of friends i've got my curcio friends i've got my mm-hmm. you know youth ministry friends so basically you just got involved and yes people talk and honestly you. all my friends <laughs> are <laughs> are faith-filled you know yeah. i mean there are people that i go to to work with and i like them and their acquaintances but we mm-hmm. don't really ever hang out mm. anybody that i hang out with is part of my fellowship community. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's what you need. Jane, you know at Our Lady we like we like to say we're grateful no matter what. What are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful for um, the fact that Jesus loves me very much. I can feel it, I believe it, and I have lots of people in my life to encourage me and remind me of that. That's huge gifts. Yeah. <laughs> I just the feeling it part. I feel like a lot of people lack it. Well, it's, probably because I just came off of a retreat. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that's a good point. Very good point. Well, we, we know about your singing for your gifts of evangelization, but what other gifts besides singing do you think the Lord has given you specifically for evangelization? Um, I feel like I have a tremendous amount of compassion. I am a, um, a labor and delivery nurse and Gosh, I have my own experiences with labor and delivery and um, just, you know, I can use that compassion and that um, 
giving and faithfulness to share with my patients. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that that is a real gift that the Lord gave me um, to just sit and listen and be compassionate and help encourage people to just give it to the Lord because we can't do this alone. True. Nice. You know, uh, the title of our podcast, Salted Caramel, we like to ask people, what keeps you salty in your faith or continuing to be a disciple for the Lord? Again, I would just go back to that faith community, mm-hmm. just keeping involved with things. You know, when you when you give it time and you don't participate, you know, if you're sitting at a party and you're not talking to anybody. It can be the biggest party ever. But if you're just sitting there in the corner not doing anything, yeah. it's lame. <laughs> you got to get involved. You got to keep going. No lame parties. No that's, lame parties here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just went right into my call to action. My call to action this week was going to be get involved. There you go. You need to build your own community. And the easiest way to do that is to volunteer to say yes and go actually talk to somebody and say, hi, I'm there David. You go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Hey. And David, if people want to volunteer at the church, how yeah. should they do that? Oh, they just blindly open a door and see if any, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if someone wants to volunteer at the church, there is this magical thing called a website. And in there, there's this volunteer interested tab that you can click and it, it lists all of our ministries you can click mu- music ministry, you can click food truck festival, and what it will magically do is it will send an email, an electronic mail, I know, and directly to that director, and they shall respond and reach out to you of how best you can get involved when training is, all those things. Again, that is on our website. There should be a volunteer tab. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. Is nice. there anything that we didn't ask you that you'd like to, to mention to everybody? I really can't think of anything. Perfect. Praise God. We did our job. I think so. (laughs) Well, as always, let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for Jane's heart. Thank you for Jane's yes. Thank you for Jane's voice that you have given her. Thank you for the community that you have surrounded her with, for her ability to feel your love, to be known by you, and to spread that to everybody else she meets Thank you, Lord, for her passion. Please instill this passion into all of us. We ask this all in your name as we pray. Amen. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Yay. Stay salty. <laughs>